0: Welcome to Manager Tools. Today, one of our Hall of Fame cast. When a company's looking to cut back, what's the first thing to take ahead? You guessed it, the training budget. However, it's because learning a lot of theoretical knowledge leaves us going back to the office feeling energized, but with no plan of attack, unfortunately, all is forgotten after a few short weeks. That is until Manager Tools. Come to one of our effective manager, communicator, or interviewer conferences. We'll send you back to the office, not only energized, but also with a step-by-step plan of attack guaranteed to improve your results and retention. Register today at manager-tools.com forward slash training. Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, Horseman's Law of Uncertainty. Here we go. Horseman's Law of Uncertainty. Well, we, we ought to rename it to Ozan oh, doesn't know what he's talking about what? and got asked a question. And and answers with Horseman's Uncertain. <laughs> That's, so there you go. I mean, it, it happens all the time. People think they're alone and they're not. You're directly asked you a question and believe it or not, you don't have an answer. And maybe it's urgent, right? So what is one to do? Yeah, we get these notes all the time that people say, thank you, thank you, thank
1: you. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't want others to know that I didn't know what I was doing. And folks, the simple fact of the matter is you can rest easy. You're in the vast majority if you don't know what the right answer to stuff is. Almost nobody knows what they're doing when it comes to management. Um, Everybody else is fearful too. Everyone else is afraid that... People are going to find out they don't know what they're doing.
0: Let's just have a little manager tools group hug here. I feel like we're like, yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Sorry. Um, And and look, in the same way that just like you don't have to remember other people's names, you just have to be willing to apologize. You don't have to have all the answers. Um, And frankly, if you do have all the answers, you're underpaid. So. Let's, let's stop worrying about it and and let's learn how to answer it. Let's learn how to address it that will make it easier for us to stop worrying about it. So we're going to cover the law of, horseman's Law of Uncertainty. We're going to tell you the simple answer is you just say, I don't know. That's the answer. You just say, I don't know. The key is, and we'll give you some examples, by the way, and then you say it with certainty um, because, in fact, you don't know and you're certain about that. And then you can also say um, that you'll think about it. But the simple fact of the matter is you don't need to know. And
0: we need to stop beating ourselves up that we don't know. All right. So tell me about Horseman's Law of Uncertainty. What's that all about?
1: Yeah. So many of us think that we're the only one who who doesn't know what to do or what to say. Um, Like we were out sick on the day in management training where they taught this particular lesson um, (laughs) that everybody else got. And one of my favorite quotes is, what are you, 12th man on the deal team? The last one to know. But look, our fears are unfounded. Folks, you're not the only one that doesn't know. Nobody else, almost nobody else knows either.
0: There's no training you missed, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah, there ought to be, but there isn't. Um, When you feel that hinge in the floor flip open and you feel your stomach drop through it, don't feel like the Lone Ranger. If you don't know, it's likely other managers at about the same point in their careers didn't know either. And so Horseman's law of uncertainty is simple. You don't have to have all the answers and you don't have to have any of them right now. The fact is when we're faced with a situation we've never been in before, um, it oughtn't surprise us that we don't know what to do. Surely one of the defining characteristics of a new situation is one where we don't know what to do. It's, it's normal not to know about a situation you've never been in before. It's, it, it's normal. But the big problem here is that's not what we feel. The problem is we stop thinking that it's okay. We stop being analytical and we start feeling. We panic. Um, immediately fear, the mind killer, right? Inhabits our ego addled brains. And every second we think about how we feel Every second we wonder if they can see the doubt on our face. Every second we think about the consequences of not knowing is a second we're not thinking about solving the problem or answering the question. Simple. It's like sitting in your. It's like sitting in your desk, going, "I wonder what I'm thinking right now." Well, what you're thinking is, "I wonder what I'm thinking." Um, when we have fear that we're going to be wrong or we don't know, we do the exact opposite of. Samuel Johnson's idea that nothing so concentrates the mind as the thought of one's own imminent execution. Um, But look, guys, as many executives as we've known, every single one of them will tell you about all kinds of things they didn't know or didn't do or didn't say or did wrong or did clumsily. I've said it a hundred times on every CEO's resume. They've been fired sometime in the past. You look hard enough and you'll find it. They made mistakes and you're going to, too.
0: And it won't ruin your career it, it's interesting we get all frustrated that we don't have the answer to every question but i can remember hundreds of times going to my boss and she said i don't know or i'll get back to you later or whatever any one of a number of things it was clear she didn't know the answer and i didn't think diddly about it right i just like oh
1: okay well he, here, here's what's interesting about that mike you you say it was clear she didn't know i think you're using some advanced math there, because most people don't think their boss doesn't know. Think about that, guys. You go to your boss, or your boss's boss, um, and they say, let me think about it, or I'm working on something else right now. I'm sorry. And when we go to our boss, we tend not to fault them for not knowing the answer.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, I said it wrong because you're right. What I really meant was they weren't prepared to give me an answer
1: exactly right which yeah. is
0: which is different right which is which is different
1: yeah they're busy you sprung something on them
0: yeah uh, if they had an answer
1: and they wanted an answer and by the way folks when it comes to decision making you have to have both it takes both an answer and a desire to give it why would they want to delay and create a future obligation usually there are situations that this isn't true and usually though they wouldn't they'd want to give you an answer but either they don't have one or they don't want to give one right then. And we act as if they know they're just playing coy or doing something else or doing something um, quietly political. Or they're just saying, this isn't important to me. I'm, I'm going to worry about this in my own time. And, and we give them the benefit of the doubt. And yet, as managers, when one of our teams brings something to us, we don't give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. The only doubt we have is about ourselves. That's right. Uh, and this is, just, it's not necessary guys. And so the answer is to say, I don't know. And to say it with certainty because essentially you don't know, it's not, you're not paid it to know. Um, and it's okay to take a little time before you make a decision.
0: Is, is that the only way to say it? Like, I
1: don't know. Is there, is no, like, no, there's a bunch of ways. We'll give them a bunch of ways. Okay. I, um, in fact, it's funny. We, um somebody asked me, how do you know what to say? I said, well, I scenario plan almost every conversation I'm in, I'm thinking, okay, I would say this, this is what I would say, what's the likely answer they're gonna come back with? And you come back with the answer that they're gonna give 80% of the time, and then you say, well, either I did the first thing wrong because that's not an answer I want, or the answer to to their answer is this, okay? And then the other thing we do is we test them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm constantly testing new ways of doing stuff, um, and for the vast majority of our guidance, we have data. Uh, the example of, of the phrase "Would you please?" It's the highest tested phrase when you delegate. You know, we tested it. We tried the delegation model with um, "I'd like a favor." Uh, directs don't like "I'd like a favor," right? Um, it's also not a good idea to say "I need your help." Need is an incredibly strong word. Um, and you probably ought not to say it in a situation when you're, when you're going to ask for something. So basically what we've done is tested a lot of phrases, ones that work and some that don't, um, and, and saying, gee, I, I don't know. Probably doesn't work. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm alone. I'm afraid you're going to find out that I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, not really confidence-inspiring. So um, when one of your directs comes to you, and ask for an answer or guidance or an opinion anything about which you're not readily able to give an on-the-spot response simply say I don't know and there are a lot of ways to say it you could say I'm not certain or let me think about it um, by the way when you say let me think about it it's amazing people expect the direct come back to well, you we can't think about it I, I you know I need an answer right now well I'm not gonna give you one right now and You know, you don't say this, but you act as if I get to decide when I give you an answer. And when you think about it, guys, you do. Okay. Um, I hadn't thought about that before. Or let me mull it over. Thanks for letting me know. Not sure. I'll see what I can do. If I haven't answered by whenever, ping me again. I think it might be X. Give me some time to be sure. This is one of those ones I wanna think about. Also my favorite, what do you think? Now look, a a, a bunch of you are thinking a couple of things. One of them is, what if what they want is urgent? And guys, remember, if if you're having to make a decision that's urgent, that's probably a sign that something else has gone wrong, and a delay might be warranted not to decide, but just for you to understand the situation.
0: Well, there are a lot of situations where your direct comes to you and their, their question is pitched as being urgent, and it's not. It's not. It's all. not. All, exactly. right? it's, they're using that against you, right? They're using urgency as a way to get you to, to make a decision.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, urgency is one of the factors that causes people to decide things. and it's and, um, They're having you make a decision based on a time factor. What they really want, in many cases, is a defensible position because you made the decision and not them. No, sometimes they come to you and they say you should know. And and that's obvious in their tone of voice and they don't know and you should know and you feel guilty that you don't know. And all we're suggesting is you give up the guilt.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, back to the urgency thing cuz sometimes they want to u- they're using it against you, right? To for get some kind of defensible position, right? That you made the decision not them. But you know, sometimes in fact they believe it to be urgent and at their level it is. But at your level it's not. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, The danger of missing a deadline at their level might be really important, might be significant. But at your level, it may be less so. It may even be trivial. Sometimes, this this is what surprises me when people start thinking about decision theory and so on. No one seems to understand that you don't always have to make a decision as long as you understand the consequences of making a decision that's wrong versus simply not making one. There's all kinds of times And one of my favorite phrases is OBE overcome right. by events. People ask me for something. I'm like, I don't know.
0: Right. Sometimes the best decision is to not make a decision. Cause you want to retain some flexibility, right? I mean, yeah.
1: Now, now there are people that you said that to like, that's good because I hate making decisions. Um,
0: and
1: you know, we're not making an argument here for interminable delay. Okay. Um, What we're doing here, folks, is giving you reasons to help those squelch, help squelch the voices of FUD. If you don't know what FUD is, it's fear, uncertainty, and doubt. We want you to not have those voices telling you you don't know what you're doing and making it harder for you to make a decision because you're doubting yourself. Um, And we don't necessarily recommend any significant delay beyond just not making a decision right at the moment. We don't. We are saying, though, if you don't know what to do, it's totally okay to say, I don't know, and come back tomorrow. Or, uh, you know, somebody comes in and says, look, I need vacation. You, you've put out the Christmas schedule, and uh, I, I need vacation. and I, You know, I, I promised my wife, and um, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble at home unless I get Christmas vacation. And you think to yourself, well, this is an honest person, and, you know, they probably wouldn't try to blackmail me But I've also already put out the thing. And so you look at them and go, I don't know. Let me think about it. And they're like, well, I really need to know right now. Sorry. You know, the dilemma that exists between what they want and what exists is, is reasonable. And you don't have to make a decision right now. Now, you might feel guilty about it. That's the whole point of this cast. And we're suggesting you don't have to. And you just don't. Um, And look, when people come to you with a sense of urgency, it's their sense of urgency. It's not yours. It only has to be urgent for us if we decide it's urgent for us. How many times have you had somebody say to you, this thing is hot, and you look at it and say, nah, it's not really. Um, If it's going to be your decision, it's going to be your recommendation, it's going to be your action, if you're going to be on the hook for it. You get to decide at your level, with your knowledge and your perspective, how much urgency to assign something. And there are situations that you have to make a decision right now. Okay, do we print 25 copies or 40? They're printing right now. They're on 23. We've got to make a decision. Even in that situation, I can say, no, print the 25 and then... You know, just do 25 or say, you know, I don't know. Let me make a phone call. Well, we're going to run out and then we might lose our list in the printing. Well, okay. Should have thought about that before you came and asked me or before you started printing. Um, And maybe, maybe, as we'll talk about later, we ought to have them make the decision, teach them how to do it. But look, here's the thing. You say, I don't know. Or um, let me think about it. And you say it with certainty.
0: Now that's, that's funny right there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Now look, for some of you, that's a heavy left. The fear of being thought indecisive or of not knowing the quote right thing to do can be significant. We respect that. Um, But remember, all we're saying when we say we don't know is we don't know. That doesn't mean we have no clue. It doesn't mean we don't think we know the answer. It doesn't mean we don't have an opinion. It just means we aren't certain right at this moment. And seriously, guys, when was the last time you were certain about anything, that there was only one right answer? The fact is, when it comes to stuff that you're going to get asked to make a quick decision on, they're usually small things, and small things don't require certainty. It's the nature of decision theory. To be certain of a small thing is to waste time on it. And by the way, when I say certain, I mean certain as in tomorrow the sun will come up. Okay? And if someone is asking for an immediate decision, it's probably, very highly likely, it's not a big thing. And and we know that your fear becomes a big thing. We get that. But it means the urgency you feel means that the situation we're talking about is likely small. And certainty isn't the standard. So saying you don't know is exactly the right thing to do. Because to know is to devoted to have, it means you've devoted some time to something which you clearly won't be able to do if you make a quick decision. So when you say it, say it like you mean it. Okay. Say it like you know what you're doing because you do. You know what you're doing. You're delaying on purpose. You're saying no, I'm not going to make the decision right now. This is not a big decision. I don't need to be certain, I don't know what to do, and so I'm going to take some time to think about it. And if nothing else, I'm going to give myself five minutes until you go away, and the look on my face is not one that causes you to think, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm going to let this feeling pass. I'm going to take a couple of deep breaths, and then I'm going to realize, this is dumb. We should do X. I didn't feel that at the very beginning because you were standing there and I want people to think that I really know what I'm doing when I don't. So, say it like you mean it. Um, you can say it like you, you know um, what you're doing because you do. What you're doing is delaying to think through, long enough to think through what might be the best decision. Look, I'm amazed at the people who don't get that sometimes the best decision, no I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Every single time, the best decision, by definition, is also the least worst decision. And by by definition as well, the worst decision is also the least best. And so sometimes the criteria isn't what's the best possible thing we could do. What's the thing that's least bad? And, And people are like, oh my gosh, you made that decision? Oh, that's a bad decision. Yep, it was. But it was the least bad one of like 10. And you know... I'd rather choose the devil I do than the devil I don't or whatever but all the time you're faced with a situation where there are three or four possibilities and none of them are good one of them includes you getting chewed out by your boss well that might be the best decision as opposed to having your whole team chewed out in front of you there's all kinds of things but people forget that and, and we've got to do some, some casts on decision theory and how to make decisions and so on Yeah. but, but look guys try it a few times say I don't know I don't know now picture a recent situation you were in where you didn't know what to do and we suspect you'll feel the same things you felt in those situations and you will be unable to say it with certainty okay now one of the things I teach when I teach speech-making here I want you to try it again now only this time pretend you were asked hey, what strategy is the CEO going to use to address the next generation of the mobile web? Or what's our market share graph going to look like over the next three years? Now, guys, honestly, try it. Think about how ludicrous it would be for you to know those things. Now say, I don't know. So, Mike, ask me each of those questions
0: one at a time. Hey, Mark. uh what strategy is CEO CEO going to use to address the next generation of the mobile web? I'm just I don't know. curious. I, I don't know. What's our market share graph going to look like in the next three years?
1: No idea. I don't know. Right? I'm totally confident that that answer is exactly right. I'm completely <laughs> certain that I don't know. And all you have to do, guys, is practice 10 or 15 times answering a question that you literally don't know the answer to and you don't feel bad that you don't know the answer to it. That's what saying with certainty is. And by the way, this is how really clever people go into conversations and sound like they always know the answer. They practice. They say, I don't know. Not a clue. Uh, i you going to think about that one. It might be here somewhere. I'll have to look it up. Don't know. Right? Not yeah. sure. Tough one. No clue. Let me think about it. I hadn't thought about that at all. Let me mull that one over. I don't know if anybody knows that. Give me some time. Okay? Not going to make that call in the next five minutes. Thanks for asking. I'll see if I can find something out. Right? If they ask you who's going to be president of the United States in 25 years, you say, yeah, not really
0: sure. Some of the questions you get are kind of like
1: that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, and we all immediately do the exact opposite and assume that if we're being asked, therefore, we should know. There you go. Well, at the same time, we don't hold our bosses to that same standard because they're working on important stuff. Well, to your directs, sometimes your scene is working on important stuff. And look, if your direct goes, well, I can't believe you don't know, look at him and say, well, why wouldn't you believe it? I just told you I don't know. Now, there's there's a friend of mine who says, Mark, you're bluffing. I said, No, I'm not bluffing. I just don't want to give an answer right now. And and what is that? You know, there's always a sign at the dry cleaners. A lack of planning on your part doesn't justify an emergency on my part. And the the whole point of Horseman's Law of Uncertainty is to help managers understand that every other manager in the world feels feels the way they do, and. A lot of times in this situation, the managers who do best are the ones who simply answer with certainty and say, I don't know. They're comfortable with the fact that, you know, they're not beating themselves up. They know uh, their ego strength is such that they know it's okay not to know. Or even if it's not okay not to know, it doesn't do any good to act as if you're fearful, lonely, and scared that you don't know. Happens all the time. So, you don't have to have all the answers, and you don't have to have any of them right now. Now look, guys, remember, we're not suggesting that this is your answer for every single situation where a direct asks you a question, okay? There are plenty of discussions, plenty of decisions that you can make easily and quickly, and you should do so. This is simply the way to handle those situations where you feel some pull or some request to make a quick decision and you honestly don't know what to do. In those situations, the fear of not knowing is not justification for making a decision. That urgency you feel is false. Yeah. That lack of confidence you feel is a false lack of confidence because you're accepting the situation that's being put to you when in fact you can just define your situation however you want. And the way to define it is to say, I don't have to make a decision right now. And really, usually 80% of the time, all you need is 10 minutes.
0: And of course, the other option too, what you suggested is to simply make something up. And that is, which we haven't talked about, that has its own set of problems, right?
1: Yeah, the whole, uh, well, I guess we'll just do this and I don't know what I'm doing, we'll try. Now, you, sometimes you can do that simply because what we're working on is so small and trivial, it doesn't matter if you get it wrong a couple of times. But most managers know when something's so small that, right, it doesn't matter. And then they're just like, meh, I don't care. Um, But look, you can also say you'll think about it. If you're feeling a little put upon and you want to end the exchange more definitively, say, let me think about it. Pay me later. Or I'll consider it. You know, let me have some time to think about the angles. Now, look, you don't have to say any of those things. If you really deliver the I don't know confidently, with direct eye contact, with some perspicacity, um, 90% of the time, your direct will go away. And, and look, there are people who will disagree, but when you're saying it, think to yourself, now, go away. You might be surprised. Look, I know thousands of executives who, who literally look at somebody and go, um, I don't know, and then turn back to what they're doing. And it's, a, it's essentially a dismissal. Um, and, and then after everybody walks out, they sit down and go, hmm, what should we do there? Oh, I can see it now. We're going to do X or we're going to do Y. To some degree, this is also defense against multitasking. A lot of managers really don't get that multitasking is a bad idea. And they get a a charge out of working on one thing and then being interrupted to have a decision made. And because it's a decision they know how to make, they like making it. And then they get right back to their work. Well, they've been interrupted. And the decision takes time. Um, And there's a lot of research which says, I I don't know the research well enough to feel 100% about it. There's a lot of research that says decision making and willpower are like muscles and they wear out each day. And you have to build them up over time. But if you like making that decision, you encourage people to come in and come to you with decisions, which is bad because now you're teaching your people not to make decisions. Um, On the other hand, acting as if what you're doing is important and the interruption is not important or less important than what you are doing is completely reasonable in many cases. Um, I know thousands of executives who get a great deal of mileage out of saying, I don't know. there's something else we recommend. It's not really what this cast is about, but I'll just, I'll just share it. Um, people come in and they say, well, I don't know what to do. Okay, what do you think? I don't know. And this is, I've had several people say, God, it sounds kind of direct. This next line I'm going to give them, like, yeah, yeah, it is, but it helps people learn. And I say, I know you don't know. I didn't ask you what you knew. I asked you what you thought. What do you think? Well, I think X. And before they can finish saying, I think X, tell them, do that. As long as they're not way out in left field. And many of you don't want to do that. like, wow, they came to me, they expect me to make a decision. Sometimes the decision you need to make is, I don't want to make this decision and they need to learn how to make it. And I'm really busy now and I'm doing other things or this doesn't reach my level of criteria for making a decision on the spot. And let's teach them about how to make their own decisions, so let's let them make it. And I'm willing to deal with the fallout because the fallout's largely going to be contained within my team. Okay? Now, now, some of you are saying, well, that's kind of risky. Yeah, it's risky, but there's risk with everything that you do. There's risk with feeling obligated or obliged to make a decision when you don't have a clue about what to do. And again, it, it teaches decision-making. You know, do what you think. Well, I'm afraid I might be wrong. Yeah, you might be. We'll find out.
0: Yeah. You know, people talking about empowerment. Well, that's. Yeah. <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
1: yeah the idea that bo- folks, the idea that bosses empower people is ludicrous. The idea that a human being, an adult human being is not already empowered to do what they want if they're free is ludicrous. The, the concept of empowerment is so elitist that the manager has to empower people as if the role power of the manager allows you to empower another human being. It's offensive. Um, and one of the ways you can avoid trying to empower people is encouraging them to make their own decisions. And you're thinking, wait, that's what people in the empowerment business say you're supposed to do is encourage them to make their decisions. No, the empowerment people imply implied that you have the ability to teach people about decision-making in such a way that that power is yours, but you're going to share it with them. It's not yours. They can make the decision. They don't need to borrow your power to make the decision. Hmm. And if we don't teach our directs about the decisions we have to make, when they get to our level, they're going to be panicking too. So, again, again, just wrapping up, Horseman's Law of Uncertainty. You don't have to have all the answers, and you don't have to have any of them right now. It's okay not to know. And so you say, I don't know. And you say it with certainty because you're certain you don't know. And you can, you can also say you'll think about it. Although generally, I wouldn't put a deadline on things. I really wouldn't. Um, one of our fundamental problems as managers is our own ego and the lack of training we get. We're fearful because we didn't get training. And then for many of us, we compound it. I know I used to. We compound it by forcing ourselves to make a decision on the spot because someone else suggests that that's what they need um, or we force, our self, force ourselves to make any decision at all when we don't have to. There's a great quote, nothing is often a good thing to say and always a clever thing to say. Um, and look guys, we need more managers who after an exchange like this, asking their peers, asking their friends, asking their colleagues, coming to the manager tools forums. If you're a licensee, send me an email and ask me. And you ask the question, hey, has anybody ever been in this situation before? Rather than assuming you owe somebody else an answer right now, use the, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you. And maybe you just write it down and say, as soon as you have a break from whatever you're working on, you make a note, you send an email to four or five of your friends or go to our forums or Send me a mail and say, I don't know what to do here. What should I do? That's a better way to be rather than feeling put upon or scared that people are going to discover that you don't know. Your directs already know that you don't know. The standard is not knowing and it's okay. And you know, you don't know. So say you don't know and, and watch the moment pass and you do use this 10 or 15 times and you will feel like I did stupid that you spent all those years or all those times feeling guilty that you didn't have the answer. Let go of the guilt, guys.
0: All that mental energy just yeah, completely exactly. wasted. Yeah. Wasted
1: on no, not making good decisions, but rather fearing consequences that probably don't exist at all.
0: Yeah, let it go. Yep. <laughs> all right. Let it breathe in, breathe out, move on. There you go. Thanks, my friend. Enjoyed it. You bet, partner. Anytime. All right, see you later. <laughs> Thanks, everyone that's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. So long.